Hackers, the modern day criminal. My name is Jack and I'm glued to a good cybercrime story. Just listen to some of these guys. I accidentally robbed the wrong bank the last time I was in Beirut. The first time you steal a billion dollars, it's a bit of a rush. After you've kind of done this so many times, it's almost expected. Want to hear the rest of their stories and other true stories from the dark side of the internet? Go listen to the podcast, Darknet Diaries. Hello and a warm welcome to yet another episode of the Mission Junior podcast. Here as always your host Girish Shivakumar. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, welcome home. Thanks for tuning into the podcast every other week. I hope you have given this show a rating and wrote a review on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, etc. So thanks for your feedback and I hope you also spread the word. Let your friends and colleagues know about the show and maybe even they like it as much as you do. But if this is the first time you're tuning into the Mission Junior podcast, thanks for giving it a try. I hope sincerely hope you like the show. If air pollution is something that's of interest to you, I'm sure irrespective of where you're staying at this point in time, you would have definitely heard about the Delhi air pollution in recent weeks. As expected, Delhi's air quality worsened in the last couple of weeks, especially after the Diwali season. And a regular listener would know that In the previous episode we discussed about the Delhi air pollution in detail. So for others who have just tuned into this episode, maybe you should also check the previous episode and you might find it useful because it was a pretty intense comprehensive overview of why Delhi chokes during this month and what can be done about it. So as promised, this episode is again going to be a special on air pollution. The last time around we spoke about outdoor air quality and what are the factors that causes Delhi's poor air quality or air quality in cities in general this time we will look at a different subject matter the indoor air quality and why does it also matter even more so who is my guest and what is his profile hi girish thank you so much for having me over that's ayush ja founder of clearco or the clean air company based out of bangalore in india uh so um, i'm actually a law student um, i i was not a trained engineer at all It's just that I've always had a knack of, you know, opening things and understanding what they have inside them is probably what got me here. So how did a lawyer who should actually be fighting for clean air in the courts get into running a company that aims at providing a technology solution? So uh, I'm from Bhilai, that's in central India. It's a fairly, fairly uh, green place, a lot of trees around. So we never really had air pollution as a problem. And my, and my father's also born there. and uh, he had to move to delhi he got a promotion and he moved to delhi in the corporate office when he did in 2016 there was a massive massive uh, uh, smog hit weeks actually not just days in ncr um that was probably the first time media really took air pollution seriously and unfortunately for us my father was there uh and we we've, we've been you know as a family we've been there you know, very very uh, focused on you know doing yoga and working out etc and my father continued that um, that habit and he went out to you know do some workout in the morning and he got really really sick in fact he was admitted in the hospital for four days so you know we got worried we we spoke to the doctors and they said it's because of bad air 
he had very very bad chest ache um uh, he had wheezing uh, so it was just not a good situation to be in what would you know a knee jerk reaction be in this situation uh, we understand air pollution is a problem and indoor air pollution can be 3 or 5x worse than outside so let's obviously look at indoor air pollution right and what anyone would do is what exactly what i did i went ahead bought a 15000 p air purifier and installed it in my home um it was a so it was a government quarter or regular 3 bhk and i didn't know that we would need like five air purifiers i just bought one because that's what my common sense said and still the problem persisted he still had those chest problems and all the issues which i told you about and it was it was really sad and uh, so i i could see my dad struggling with this and slowly slowly started hitting me and my mother as well so i researched upon on this uh, and i realized that an air purifier can only clean around 300 square feet that's roughly one bedroom what about a 1500 square feet home you'll need probably four or five of them now if you're talking about say a 15000 rupee regular purifier we're talking about putting in 60 70000 rupees in just buying purifiers and then again you'll have to change the filters in the next four to five months so this is a fairly daunting cost overall right for the average middle class guy say 70000 rupees is quite quite steep and I, and i realized wow this is a massive problem so instead of going ahead and buying multiple purifiers i thought let's reverse engineer this purifier what is it so i opened the purifier and it literally is such low tech grish it's so sad that it's for 15000 it's actually just a filter strapped with a fan that's that's what a air purifier is that's it a fan and a filter interesting <laughs> so how can it be worth 15000 you get smartphones which which are which are like super computers for 15000 and and this is such low tech it's a fan and a filter worth 15000 i study i started researching on it and i realized that there there have been people who who've done some hacks on you know making air purifiers really cheap so what they've done is they've strapped a regular exhaust fan with a filter uh and and they are retailing those purifiers for around 3000 rupees and i was like wow this is something man this is great this is super and i wondered can it can the price of this sort of a purifier even go down um and we did a little bit of research and i was and i was in delhi then right so in delhi all your bedrooms have air conditioners i thought can we do something about this can we have purification with an ac so for for purification to happen you need the air flow to be in a restricted way um you can't purify air using a ceiling fan it can be done in a closed box so ac is for the obvious next choice so that's where you know clerco kind of the, the the basic thought of clerco came in the other thing is like i told you earlier we bought one purifier and i thought wow now this will solve all the problems but it was not and the purifier would would have you know multiple lights green red uh, and and yellow it would so after uh, 15 or 20 minutes of operation it will come to green and i was like okay now the air quality must be good but then i realized that these a lot of these air purifiers are actually just hardwired to say that the air quality is good after 15 minutes if you switch it off and switch it on again in the next 2 minutes it will again show red so <laughs> these are hardwired air purifiers they are really sad i mean we're talking about you know a healthcare product showing showing back wrong data that's when i realized that you know air quality monitoring is very important 
and and sadly girish these air quality monitors are more expensive than a purifier on an average a, a monitor would cost you upwards of 15 to 20k and talking about a, a, a decent air purifier which gives you uh, sorry air quality monitor which gives you a decent reading and i realized that okay so there are two two things that you know i'll work on i'll i'll make air quality measurable and visible to understand what the air quality really is and we have to make it really affordable the purification has to be very affordable so it made sense to purify to purify air using an air conditioner and start monitoring air quality in real time so so that's that's where you know we kind of started um like oh um the 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 problem was very clear to me and the problem was a very personal one as well that's an interesting story and uh, and everyone probably around the world probably recognizes delhi as being one of the smoke chambers in recent years and 2015-16 was when the story really hit international headlines you told the story and how clearco began so from 2015-16 how did you start developing the product and how did you start setting up the business so girish uh, you know there's never really a, a light bulb sort of a moment when you're starting up i just knew that the problem is huge and it has a massive scale uh literally um, millions of people are dying worldwide because of bad air quality uh, the number of patients uh, asthma patients have have risen the sale of asthma medication has risen by 400% in the last 5 years so those were staggering numbers they were strong enough for me to take the plunge i left my job and you know started researching on this how, what can we do how can we you know solve this problem so like i said i really didn't know what what i'm going to do i had an idea i had a hunch that let's purify air using acs and we should always measure air quality otherwise we don't really know otherwise we're just doing guesswork and we're doing guesswork with healthcare um that just didn't add up to me i think it should always be measurable and should be affordable so these were the 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 basic guidelines the basic idea that you know we have to work on strangely enough um i made uh, an air quality monitor and i sold that to 3m um 100 of them and 3m happens to be one of the biggest uh, air filter manufacturer around the world hmm. and and when i started talking to them uh, we realized that they have filters that can probably be installed in acs that can clean air so that was the first moment although they're fairly expensive filters to be in the first place but that kind of made sense that things started adding up slowly steadily over a year uh, i realized that this is not a, a product that probably b2c customers would appreciate right away to so to ensure that you know we get to a scale in india right now it's important that we work with uh, businesses only a very big reason for that is air pollution is worse or the air quality is worst in winters and in winters in our ho- houses in our homes we don't use the acs at all so a solution will be basically useless when it it's needed the most so that kind of pushed me away from being to see however that is what i initially wanted to do and that's then that's when we had our first big pivot and we started um clearco what it is now it's a it's a b2b company we help businesses ensure clean air in a very affordable and measurable way so it's been a journey of around you know 18 20 months that's a good pivot to move into i mean those are the kind of pivots you pick up and uh, move towards when you set up business so moving towards a b2b is a is a great move so i you mentioned about the filter that you developed and also the monitor so how do you package this as a solution to offer to a customer how do you go about it sure 
So even businesses, right? So let's so let's look at you know the most. Uh, let's look at five star hotels, right? Um, they have the they have they'll do anything to ensure better customer experience. A lot of five star hotels or four star hotels in India do not have air purification. So initially, I started talking to a lot of these uh, these uh, company uh, managers, these five star Le Meridian, Sheraton. Uh, CEOs to understand why are they not focusing on air purification at all and when I met a lot of these guys a lot of facility managers there was one answer that was coming back and back and back again again it is really expensive the it is really capital extensive so given a choice so if an average five-star hotel would be roughly a million square feet and to purify a million square feet um, a company like say Sterling and Wilson or, or Honeywell would charge them around say 12, 12 CR. Uh, so that's massive money even for a five-star hotel. 12 CR is fairly expensive. And and I realized that you know it needs to be cheap. So but we can't package it you know like that. So how about something like which which resembles a SaaS business where uh, we're basically giving them clean air as a service. So based on the size of the property. We charge them a monthly one and a half rupee per square feet per month. So then effectively our business becomes much more easier to, for them to own. Our service becomes much more easier for them to own. So literally for a, for a five star hotel, we can do the same thing at around 12, 14, 15 lakh rupees a month. That makes it much, much more affordable and easier for them to own. Secondly, we are monitoring air quality throughout the building. When we're monitoring air quality, it gives us a couple of uh, advantages over other other customers number one we guarantee clean air everywhere we install Girish what I mean by that is if air quality is not maintained up to the standards we do not charge for that month so there's complete skin in the game this is something which our competitors cannot deliver uh, secondly because we are measuring air quality in real time uh, and we are predominantly uh, a big data company somewhere uh, we've, we've been able to, uh, so we, we also filed a patent on this where we can predict exactly when the filter needs to be replaced. So our um, artificial intelligence uh, machine can can predict exactly when the filter needs to be replaced or when the filter needs to be cleaned. Uh, Girish, if we change the filter at the right time, air quality can be maintained in safe zones. So it's as simple as that. You change the filter when required. Normally what happens is, even if you buy an air purifier, the OEM will tell you to change the filter every 6 months or every 12 months. Hmm. Correct. So what if you are living in Delhi or you're living in some place which is really, really good air quality and versus a place which is really, really bad air quality? Would you still change the filters in 6 months or 12 months? That doesn't add up. What if someone's using an AC for sorry, an air purifier throughout the day or someone's using the air purifier half of the time? The filter won't get clogged in uh, fast enough. So we realize that this needs to be data driven. So this is what we've been working on uh, nonstop to ensure with the power of data, we can guarantee clean air that comes from the patent I experience. So Ayush, if I, if I understood clearly, uh, so when suppose you approach a commercial space, you look into their uh, square feet and the area that you need to cover, then you probably put in filters in their air conditioners. And then you also put in the devices that monitor their quality. And then you guarantee them saying that the air quality indoors will be a certain range compared to the outdoor. 
and you charge them only if you meet the performance requirement am i right 100% right absolutely so how does this work suppose uh, in terms of the numbers can you give us some numbers in terms of the air quality that you typically see in a city like bangalore or delhi between the outdoor and indoor air quality and uh, how does it typically tend to change air quality totally depends on the weather uh, we are in when it's winters the the air is uh, cold and is heavy uh, when the air is heavy the particulate matter comes down it's basically heavy because of the particulate matter uh, and that's why we have a lot of air pollution uh, or or the pm 2.5 or pm 10 increases in winters on the other other hand uh, when it's monsoon season the rains wash off particulate matter so the air quality is relatively always way better in in uh, the rainy season in the monsoons compared to any other season so having said that when we guarantee clean air uh, it it cannot be uh, unrelated to outdoor air quality uh, for example if outdoor pm 2.5 is say 900 it gets difficult to maintain it under 25 which is our regular promise uh, this is because outdoor air quality and indoor air quality are related to a certain level um the so there are fresh air systems in every uh, central ac which pull in outdoor air to to account for the right amount of oxygen and and co2 inside because we're pulling outside air we have to ensure that we're purifying air at that level as well and again again uh, with a regular ac purification system uh, but then sometimes when air quality is really really bad outside um, we 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 have to increase that pm uh, 2.5 level which we promised has to be under 25 to roughly 60 but we've not we've not gone beyond that so for listeners who are not probably f- familiar with the jargon would you mind explaining like 25 and 60 what what are the units sure so these are uh, numbers which are uh, prescribed by uh, world health organization as as clean air and even the cpcb that's uh, central pollution control board has uh, certain numbers which which uh, they put in different categories showing which is a good air quality which is bad uh, when pm 2.5 when i say pm 2.5 that means particulate matter which is smaller than 2.5 micron particulate matter is not a gaseous pollutant particulate matter is actually solid particles which are so small that they are suspended in the air which we can't see they are smaller than micron 2.5 so if pm 2.5 is less than 25 um, the air quality is considered to be really good when it's under under 60 it's considered to be moderate uh, that's what i was referring to we ensure that the air quality is at least in moderate no matter what i mean monitoring air quality and ensuring the businesses inside get a better air quality is one part of your business what are the other aspects that you offer in terms of the other sustainability aspects for a commercial space so we're working on uh, a concept called net zero uh, net zero basically means whatever clerk or charges a customer we help them save the same uh, money by helping them with energy efficiency uh, we might know virish that uh, in a in a in a big space in a central air conditioned cool space the main drainage of power comes from hvac systems so acs account for around 80 85% of energy consumption of a big building that's a massive number so even if we bring a small delta a small change to energy consumption of of central ac it brings in a fairly big amount of um, energy consumption saving overall so we are moving towards net zero 
That net zero concept basically means if you charge a customer one and a half rupee per square feet per month, will also help them save uh, on energy uh, of the same amount. How we do that is very, very simple. Uh, if you have a clogged filter, the air will not be able to pass through the air conditioner properly. The AC will have to put in a lot more effort to push the same volume of air across the building. But if the air filters are cleaned and changed at the right time uh, and the filters never get clogged, it provides for much better energy saving. We're also working on other technologies where we'll be able to displace the filter completely based on the air quality. Uh, we fi filed patents for that as well. Um, so probably um, March or April is when, when we'll have this concept absolutely ready. Uh, so it will become a no-brainer for the end consumer not to have uh, Clareco in their indoor spaces. It will effectively be free for them. This is very interesting, Ayush. Uh, it's an interesting idea and it's an interesting business value proposition that you are bringing into the table. Now looking at the bigger picture, I mean, mega cities, say Shanghai, Beijing and most cities in China and even Delhi. I mean, the bigger concern for everyone is to have ensure like there is better air quality in outside environment as well. So looking at the business for air purifiers, how do you see this evolving, changing in the next few years? Where would you see an increased uptake? Do you think governments will probably put in air purifying towers or do you, will they encourage people to go for residential air purifiers or how do you see this entire thing shaping up? Uh, I, I'd love to answer that, Girish. However, I'd like to state one point that outdoor air quality and indoor air quality can be very, very different. They are related, definitely but they can be still very, very different. There's a possibility that outdoor air quality is fairly good, but indoor air quality can be bad. Uh, this can happen due to multiple reasons. It could be happening, happening because someone is vacuuming the carpets or someone is cooking indoors or someone is just, just lit a cigarette or an agarbatti. Uh, so indoor air quality can really, really dip immediately. It's also been you know, uh, uh, noted that indoor air quality is actually much worse than outside. In, on multiple uh, on multiple times in multiple situations. Um, having said that, uh, outdoor air quality, uh, which which everyone talks about and and which really really needs to be solved, uh, is a very difficult problem to be solved. Um, so, for example, in Beijing, uh, the Chinese government have put in a couple of air purified towers that that clean air. Uh, they claim that around two kilometers of surrounding areas have cleaner air because of these air purifier towers they are massive structures um, i am not very sure about how scalable they are or if they make sense financially or if they make sense uh, with just the performance in real uh, in real life the indian government and you know the especially delhi government has been working on this tirelessly i believe um, not sure about the entire uh, central governments and and what their um, prerogatives on this have been because uh, this year again the crops have been burning. Uh, the governments have not really stopped um, uh, farmers or discouraged them from burning uh, crops at all. So having said that, that outdoor air quality is a massive problem and it will continue to grow for the next decade. I, that's, that's what I feel. Um, because outdoor air quality is so bad, people have started recognizing air quality as an issue and they started buying air purifiers. But it's still at a very, very nascent stage. Air purification market is at the same maturity of what water purification market was probably a decade back. So um, a decade back, almost uh, half of the homes uh, started looking at buying water purifiers or they started researching on it. 
uh, a lot of families now, middle class, upper middle class, have started investing or at least start talking about air purifiers now. So I think in the next five years, there'll be a massive growth in uh, indoor air purifier purchases overall. Ayush, what are your plans, say, in the next few years? Where do you see Clearco being in the market and what position do you foresee yourself and the company in in this market? I know it's certainly evolving, but where do you see yourself being positioned? So Clearco is definitely uh, uh, will be one of the biggest uh, air purification companies on B2B side uh, in India. Uh, there's a possibility we might uh, overtake um, bigger players like, like Honeywell and Sterling and Wilson as we go ahead. Uh, but we are definitely all, also eyeing uh, going to Middle East and Southeast Asia. Uh, these are cities which have higher rental, have higher uh, paying capabilities than Indian markets. And uh, they, they, they focus on air pollution also. With our affordable business uh, model and, and, and uh, the ease of purchasing this service, um, it would make sense for us to be there. So Clareco will just not be an Indian company working for India and in India, but will be an international company, which will be there in the Middle East and Southeast Asia in the next three years. So that would be a massive leap from the operations that you are currently in. Uh, how many cities in India are you currently operating in? So so we are in uh, four cities in India and uh, managing around a million and a half square feet. Now, in the next three years, we will be shy of 200 million square feet. I guess this has been a phenomenal journey that you've undertaken and it's an interesting market and interesting solution that you're bringing into the table and good luck with your venture and uh, happy to share more success stories from your companies in the podcast soon thank you thank you so much for having me over thank you so much i really really appreciate it so with that we come to end of yet another episode on the mission chunya podcast but we can always continue the discussion online you can follow Mission Chunya on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go by the handle at Mission Chunya. You can also drop me an email, missionchunya at gmail.com. So just a reminder, two weeks from now, you'll have yet another episode on the podcast platform. To make sure you get notified when it's released, subscribe to the podcast on any platform that you're listening to it on. The podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Ghana, GeoSavan, Hubhopper, and many more. I have a great lineup of speakers and topics to be discussed in the coming few weeks. And uh, if you have any topic suggestion or guest recommendations, you can always reach out to me on the webpage missionjunior.com or you can also send me an email as I mentioned earlier. So I'll make sure I cover that. And thanks to Kartika Nair, a regular listener of the podcast, who actually recommended that I cover topic of air pollution in this Diwali season. So thanks again, Kartika, for your recommendation. I hope this podcast series, the two podcast series was really helpful. So with that, signing off, this is Mission Chunya towards a zero carbon economy. Hackers, the modern day criminal. My name is Jack, and I'm glued to a good cybercrime story. Just listen to some of these guys. I accidentally robbed the wrong bank the last time I was in Beirut. The first time you steal a billion dollars, it's a bit of a rush. After you've kind of done this so many times, it's almost expected. Want to hear the rest of their stories and other true stories from the dark side of the internet? Go listen to the podcast, Darknet Diaries.